0: I'm propping up the microphone on a duvet, and I'll be doing the podcast entirely in a lying down position.
1: <laughs> podcast and repose.
0: <laughs> Welcome to Sleepy Time, Well, Vomit, the only podcast that you can legally listen to. Uh, I'm Sam Chris, coming to you from New Orleans, Louisiana.
1: And I'm Amber Frost, coming to you from Brooklyn.
0: How are you doing, Amber?
1: I'm quite well. I had a a lovely day of drinking and uh, talking about the future of the left yesterday on a panel at NYU. Um, And as is tradition, I got extremely wasted both before and after, because I'm an intellectual.
0: (laughs) Uh,
1: How are you enjoying New Orleans?
0: Uh, It's fantastic. Every single thing I've eaten has left me feeling like really uncomfortably full afterwards
1: i know it's so good it's a great city
0: i think constantly having that sensation is uh, a requirement for uh, u.s naturalization
1: yeah if you do if you eat like that for a week without dying they just give you a passport
0: <laughs> they give you a passport and they stake out an extra wide burial plot for you
1: talk about the politics there were politics
0: yeah i mean i guess we may as well that's why we're here right There was a very good one last night where um briefly everyone thought that uh prince philip was dead which uh
1: which i found hilarious because when you told me about yeah. it i was drunk because i i always that is very novel to me the idea that you still have a royal family that's that rules. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> well,
0: we have less and less of a royal family with every passing day,
1: right? Well, and my theory, I said, I, I said, well, he's probably dead, but like, I think the queen is dead, and she's just like animatronic. And apparently, this is a conspiracy theory.
0: Yeah, yeah, there are people who genuinely believe this, um,
1: and I am one of them now.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I am. Well, I mean, like with with Prince Philip, uh, you know, when the news yeah. which apparently turned out to be untrue, broke last night saying, uh Prince Philip is dead. I was like, Well, yeah, I knew that. He's been <laughs> dead for like thirty years, right? <laughs> um Yeah, you know, he he's like this kind of withered old tree stump that the Queen decided to marry and that she's been taking round with her everywhere. And like eventually the fungus is gonna come and rot it away and it'll die. Um But yeah, the uh the Queen uh like, around last Christmas, she had a uh, uh a bout of illness and um uh, and she uh, didn't make her usual uh, Christmas Day appearance in her local church in Sandringham, I think, uh, and uh after that, people were absolutely convinced that she had died, and no one was telling us. Uh, and then after she appeared in public uh, after that, you know, it was always like you could just see her through the window of a car, some kind of vague old lady shape in bright blue. No, she um, died.
1: I, I I believe it.
0: And yeah, there's like a there, there's a dedicated online community of, uh, of people who think that the Queen has died, but they've decided that it's just too fragile a time to let the public know yet. And they've uh, replaced her with a body double.
1: Um, no, it's it's the queen. If she had died, she would tell us.
0: <laughs> yeah, the fucking queen would appear to me in a dream. <laughs> <laughs> she would appear to the entire country in our dreams uh, because she loves us. You know,
1: you have royalists like people that are into the monarchy, um, which I I get. I actually do get because it's a thing. You know that you have to like be around, and there's propaganda. But there are American royalists as well, and that I do not get.
0: Um, I mean, I kind of understand that because it's, uh, it's like a facet of celebrity culture, right? I mean, I mean the, way, uh, the way America treats... Actually, I don't know. I mean, like the way the American tabloids treat the royal family is basically exactly the same way they treat Beyonce, right? Everyone's cheating on each other and having each other murdered which, I mean, happens to be true, but the British papers won't talk about that.
1: But they're so unattractive, I don't understand celebrity worship for unattractive people, which is what... Which is
0: <laughs> What, you, you don't find the Queen attractive? You don't find Prince, <laughs> Prince Philip, Philip attractive?
1: That lipless ghoul with his sunken <laughs> eyes.
0: He, he's like the only human being to support a full lichen colony on his skin.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I guess... It, he's alive as they say
0: I mean I, I, I do have a theory on, uh, on, on why royal death rumours are, are, are so pervasive well, Yeah, what comfort um, does it
1: provide
0: I think, I think it's not so much a matter of comfort as, as just trying to process the incredibly traumatic um, political fact that you have an entire country ruled by essentially a doddery old lady who doesn't do anything uh, by right of of blood,
1: she owns the swans, though, right? Uh,
0: she owns the swans. She owns the swamp, uh, and technically, uh, after we die, uh, our nipples are allowed to be cut off and sent to her to keep. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, there, there's a sense in which uh, the queen kind of died as soon as she was coronated. You know, she's she's no longer a a living person who's allowed. To essentially exist as a human being in, in any sense whatsoever. She's this kind of emblem of the nation as the nation just kind of slowly declines from empire into irrelevance. She, she's like this kind of unifying corpse that we've all decided to venerate. Uh, and I think a kind of inability on the part of a fiercely monarchistic British public uh, is what uh, leads to at the same time, people constantly believing that she's died, she's died, she's left us behind. Um, what? We're being ruled by a dead woman. And then that David Icke idea that she's actually a yeah, lizard. Yeah,
1: but what would that mean? Because
0: like, whatever she is, she's not, a, she's not a human being with the fullness of life. She's, she's, like, she's like half ghost already.
1: Yeah, I, I just don't understand what it would mean if she was dead. Like if she was replaced with the robot, would it change absolutely anything? Her duties. She she pops out on a balcony or comes by in a car. That's mm. kind of
0: it. Yeah, no, no. All you need is like a very simple side to side kind of rotary mechanism yeah. to wave vaguely to the public. Uh, yeah, and you could uh, you could attach uh, like one of those cat's poor back scratches to it. That'd be fun. <laughs> And, and that could be Or maybe queen. just a
1: smaller person inside a queen
0: suit. <laughs> or, um, actually, I like the idea of, like, a, a kind of puppet that you, uh, you wear on your head. Uh, so you have to kind of crouch down, and then, and then the queen appears to yeah. glide on, on thin air. Like
1: at Carnival... Yeah, it would give her kind of a a countenance of um, etherealness, which she does not have.
0: Well, I mean, like, jobs are being automated all over, you know, like, truck driver jobs are going to go within a decade, and with algorithms, writing is going to go before too long, and it's only a matter of time before we automate the monarchy.
1: I cannot wait. I just, (laughs) I I think they already did. I'm just waiting for them to come forward and be like, look, you've been Mm. dealing with Robot Queen for a very long time now, um, and she's done a great job.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I guess uh, it was uh, the need to create a robot queen that actually led to the uh, industrial revolution in England.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the first models of robot queen were all very steampunk.
0: Yeah, no, no. 30 children were mangled in the machinery of robot queen. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah. yeah, and then those social reformers came along and they had to retire Robot Queen and get a real one until the safety measures could catch up. Mm.
0: Algorithm Queen is going to be interesting. I'm looking forward to a Queen that's also a chatbot.
1: Yeah. No, I think um, it will be it, it, It'll be a lot of clean lines. Mm. Um, they'll go with the, the Steve Jobs aesthetic. Um, she'll be a very aerodynamic, sleek <laughs> a, a
0: kind of spherical Queen that just hovers in the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh, i I should actually uh i should propose this at the uh tech conference i'm sure there's someone who's willing to build it
1: yeah absolutely at least at least a beta version
0: mm. yeah um and you know we can we can get <coughs> some seed funding from various uh silicon valley venture capitalist groups because they're all uh, insane we we're, 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 we're yeah, we're forming a uh, startup monarchy. Uh, it's Wi Fi enabled. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all, the, uh, all, all the royal decrees are proprietary and you get one every month.
1: Oh, it's going to be great. I can't wait. Our connection is extra weird and extra laggy.
0: Yeah, uh, I think it might be. I'm going to say for no reason whatsoever that uh, it's because of the weather here. There are a bunch of floods and that probably some of the internet leaked out into the water.
1: Yeah, you don't understand technology at all. Do
0: <laughs> no, I don't. I'm i in the, the best place possible.
1: <laughs> You're like the tubes. The tubes are very narrow, so the internet it's clogged.
0: Yeah, uh, no, here, I, they're I, very I, old
1: internet tubes. Like
0: like like someone did a really big internet, and it just kind of stuck in the pipe, and now all the yeah. other internet can't get through.
1: Yeah, yeah, they need to like feed some sort of uh, diuretic.
0: Two of the tubes. <laughs> no, no, they, they, they need to send in a, a team of children into the tube to just, like, push through the internet. <laughs> and some of them might die of the fumes, but it's important that we be able to chat.
1: Yeah. Uh, this this podcast itself is the most important thing.
0: Mm. Yeah, I mean, like, the uh, when the internet was, was first invented, it was, uh, well, we're going to need a, a support infrastructure for whale vomit.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is what they dreamed of.
0: Yeah, I mean, early forms of well, vomit were carried over by post, and it just didn't work as well.
1: No, there was a Pony Express period, and,
0: yeah. <laughs> Hieroglyphic podcasts.
1: <laughs> like, messenger pigeons, and smoke <laughs> signals, and really, it has to be the internet. Mm.
0: Until we get the next thing, obviously. Telepodcast.
1: Yeah, that's when yeah. we're going to be projected directly into <laughs> yep, yep. your brains. Just going to see us yep. without choice. It's
0: the only podcast and you're listening to it whether or not you want yep. to.
1: You can't escape.
0: <laughs> yeah, but then neither can we. <laughs> oh. It'll, it'll just be hell for everyone. <laughs>
1: no one will enjoy it, but we have to keep making the content. We could talk about other places, but we didn't really want to. Also, the only thing that's really been going on in the, the U.S., I mean, there's the... Healthcare is, uh, you know, under attack, but when is it not? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, everyone's kind of trying to evaluate Trump's first 100 days. Um, I recommend the, the Jacobin Trump's first 103 days, particularly Alex Gurevich's um, submission. It's very short. Um, uh, his whole thesis is that Trump um, has been incredibly unsuccessful uh everything he just keeps failing over and over again uh but not because of the left we cannot take any credit for it we're we're not very good um but hey we're lucky because he can't find a stick with two hands
0: yeah no 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 the left has done nothing whatsoever to obstruct trump uh apart from calling itself the resistance which is uh, a really great start because uh Resistance movements throughout history have uh, been famous for standing around in public, going, "I am the resistance."
1: The word "resistance," by the way, isn't a particularly inspiring word. You're just resisting things that are happening to you. It doesn't mean you're preventing things or building things. It's not a very encouraging sort of self-identification. Like if you step on a bug, it it you and you feel it crunch. That is its resistance, like in the terms of
0: in terms of <laughs> physics. Well, I. Uh... A three-year-old child who doesn't want to get into the car is technically offering resistance. Yeah,
1: but he's definitely getting into the car because you can just pick him up with one arm.
0: I mean, yeah, it's, uh, I guess, as part of the, the generalized streamlining and automation of the world in which the Trump administration is essentially offering up its own resistance to itself just by dint of its sheer idiocy. Yeah, like they, they have uh, an incredible historical opportunity, a blank slate to do absolutely anything they want, uh, and they can't do it because... I mean,
1: <clears throat> the Democrats are giant losers um, because they don't know how to win, and on the rare occasion they do win, they don't know how to do anything. The Republicans are less... I mean, they're definitely losers, but they're less ineffectual because they can win. But then, it's like, it's like they got the keys, but they don't know how to drive. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, yeah it's interesting how bad they are. I mean, they have control theoretically over the entire us political spectrum. Um, and and they just they keep fucking up. It's amazing. I think because Trump is really inept and he doesn't really understand um, he's trying to sort of balance this, um, you know suicidal uh, sort of social conservatism um that legitimately has um you know a a a desire to bring about the end of the world with business interests who um want to you know mine and and render the world um and those two things are mutually exclusive so he just keeps fucking up uh, cuz well, he has I'm, no I'm, idea what he's doing it's great
0: but i mean like also the historic like the historical role of the of the right wing is to centralize wealth and power um, repress the workers and uh, crush religious, ethnic and sexual minorities. And the beauty of a market system is that it does all of that stuff anyway at a constantly increasing rate, um, mm-hmm. leaving leaving the politicians with with very little to do except for sitting around brainstorming ways of trying to speed up the process. Yeah,
1: but I think Trump understands that a lot of his base are... I don't want to say ideologically motivated, but libidinally motivated. Oh yeah. Um and he's trying to appeal to that, but he just he just can't satisfy
0: them. Well, I mean, he's trying really hard to start a war, and he's not really managed to do one yet.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's not been any more effective of a of a hawk than Obama. I mean, it's not, you know, he's he's dabbled it's only been a hundred days. I don't want to uh, you know knock on wood and everything,
0: but <laughs> yeah, 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 I mean, I mean, Obama, I think, in his first hundred days, massively stepped up the drone program. Um, what you know like like uh, Obama doesn't to give him credit, you know he he doesn't talk a big game about killing loads of people. He just does it, uh, whereas
1: um well, he did say we're very good at killing people.
0: yeah, yeah, true. But, uh, you know, he, he it's he, a
1: more subtle brag. Yeah,
0: he, he doesn't make it part of his uh, uh, of, of his personal brand that he is willing to kill anyone anywhere in the world, even though that is absolutely the case. Um, mm-hmm. Trump, because means, that would be gauche. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it wouldn't go down very well at his dinner parties. Um, <laughs> whereas Trump, on the other hand, is, he, he's like a kind of guy standing around outside a bar desperately trying to pick a fight with anyone um yeah he won like like he's i guess he's trying to adopt uh nixon's madman doctrine but the difference is that he is genuinely quite unhinged and it just doesn't work as well uh
1: let's move on to uh to our, our, our final segment what yeah, is it art? Your
0: favorite segment of mine yeah what, well is it art
1: this time we have a submission from the house
0: we do yeah mm-hmm. yeah um i might have created some art i'm not sure i'm not sure if it was art or not well
1: let's let's talk it through what did you what did yeah. you
0: do <laughs> <laughs> um well i mean uh this would have been i guess about a week ago there was a uh fantastic medium piece that was uh, doing the rounds about how uh, chelsea clinton doesn't owe you anything mm-hmm. chelsea clinton is a beautiful luminous individual and she just needs to live her own life um so the subhead of that uh just said in you know in bold letters chelsea clinton's only crime was being born um and i thought it would be funny i thought it would be a funny joke to say that actually she committed another crime. Um, <laughs> I, so I thought about, uh, you know, going... Uh, Did
1: you consider other crimes?
0: Yeah, well, I thought about just kind of going, what about all those people she murdered? Um, mm-hmm.
1: Too much, but, too much. Dial it back. Yeah,
0: yeah, but also, like, like, too vague. I thought what would be funny is if I made it just incredibly specific. Um, <laughs> so what I ended up tweeting was a... Uh, a screenshot of that line, um, and the, uh, okay, hang on, we're gonna, uh, oh, so we'll just forget the time in 2009 when Chelsea Clinton killed two people and a dog while driving on Adderall <laughs> near <in> Branford, Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> Which, a lot of research went into that tweet. I, uh, went on Google Maps all along the East Coast to find a kind of little town that would, uh convincingly be the kind of place where chelsea clinton might run over two people and a dog mm-hmm. um and then i mean this is entirely your fault because, uh, <laughs> you, yeah. you showed me this thing where uh <laughs> you can edit any web page you like. i
1: know i know <laughs> i was so wrong of me to show this to you yeah. and yet i knew i knew it was your medium
0: yeah, I mean, I did promise to use it only for a uh-huh. uh, So I, I made a New York Daily News page. Uh, Which, by declined. the way, great
1: choice in, in media.
0: Oh, I mean, I thought these are the people who are going to be reporting on yeah. it. Uh, headline, Chelsea Clinton cleared of all charges following fatal hit and run. Uh, and I tweeted that with the, uh, with the caption, Why is everyone asking me for links? Just Google it. Mm-hmm. Uh, But there are a few clues in there. Uh, Like, number one, it appears to be in the New York Daily News' entertainment section. Uh, And also the story is credited to a Dominic Partgood, (laughs) my journalistic alter ego. (laughs) Um, So, like, you know, at first a few people on the left were like, whoa, is this true? And then some other people got the joke and started sharing it. Um, and then the alt-right found it and they really believed it
1: Yeah, well you um, have a weird alt-right fan base because they think you're like, you know, you're like covertly one of them or something
0: Well, I mean like like they think They they think I'm a Jew Which I am yeah, and they want but to, to be kill fair you, but to they be fair want to fuck. They're me. right <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean like they when, actually they're right about a lot of things <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah yeah they, they have wanna, a weird sexual obsession me.
1: with you um uh, but they're mad at yeah, you but they but they, they dm slide on you and like ask you out to dinner
0: they do yeah yeah and they post videos of themselves having dinner going why aren't you here Just come and join me you know what? i i think um, it's really
1: cold that that you uh, you know you're leading these guys along I don't think it's.
0: <laughs> Look, I'm just waiting for for the right. <laughs> <notion>. <laughs> Who's
1: going to murder you?
0: <laughs> yeah, no. If I I I will inevitably I will inevitably be killed by some right wing weirdo. I'm just trying to find the right one. Mhm.
1: I understand um, that. But you seem like a bit of a tease. Is all I'm saying. Well, like you know, it's a big choice for me to make.
0: But um, yeah. So so. This, <laughs>
1: Yeah, because you can only do it once. You can only be
0: murdered <laughs> yeah, once. True. <laughs> um, yeah, true. My, yeah, my, my Chelsea Clinton uh, tweets ended up getting uh, retweeted by a bunch of uh, big alt-right kind of new media guys, uh, including, I think, the guy who runs Rebel Media, which is Gavin McInnes' new thing. So my luridly false statement about Chelsea Clinton uh, went all around the... Uh, the alt-right internet uh and uh yeah as you showed me for a while if you put chelsea clinton into google the first result was hit and run well done um yeah and i started getting really weird messages from these people um they they were telling me uh that they believed me they obviously believed me because why would uh, you like clearly uh yeah yeah i mean like why would someone who who briefly changed his Twitter name to Marx was right. Why? Why would Why would he have any interest in deceiving them? Uh, um, uh, yeah, yeah. They, they would say that um, uh, Google had uh, had scrubbed all mention of Chelsea Clinton killing two people and a dog from yeah. the internet, uh, and that they were they were more willing to believe that the the evil Clintons had complete control over an internet where you can read about, I think, 500 murders that they mm-hmm. committed. Uh, they would rather believe that that they had complete control over the internet than that one person who they didn't know had just lied to them. Uh, but the best thing was when people started saying that not only did they believe me despite the lack of any evidence on Google, they remembered it happening.
1: <gasps> oh, my God. That's psychology yeah, no that's fantastic. amazing my so I, I i love a hysteria um my a few months ago, one happened where this woman on some natural parenting whatever uh blog or facebook group held up um a diaper like a a clean diaper, and it had mm-hmm. um It has some kind of treatment to it to accept, uh, to collect moisture, obviously. It's a fucking diaper. Um, But it had a, like, a, a, the, the surface had a light sheen to it, right? Um... And she was like, "What is this? This looks like fiberglass. Are they putting fiberglass in my child's diapers?" And then you watch the comments. (laughs) I'm not even kidding. You watch the comments, and all these other mothers were like, "I see it too. There's fiberglass in the diapers." And it just started to it just exploded. (laughs) And these people believe that that you know a a company, uh, you know, charged with making the same diapers that rich people use. You know, I, I totally believe when there's some shitty project product um, that it, it's likely to be unsafe in some way. But if it's a regular diaper that rich people use, there's no way it's toxic. Anyway, whole point of the story is that people started to believe that there was fiberglass in diapers and you got to watch it happen in real time. And... and Like, Huggies had to release a statement,
0: too.
1: (laughs) Like, it was that big a deal.
0: Have you seen that video of a woman who has her uh, sprinkler on in the garden uh, outside in the middle of the day in the sunshine? Mm -hmm. And there's a a nice rainbow in the water. As uh, prismatically. as As the sprinkler moves across the garden. And she's just filming it going, what are they putting in our water?
1: Yeah, yeah. I like your American accent, by the way.
0: <laughs> Thank you. I'm uh, I'm trying to fit in here.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think uh, if anyone can, it could be you.
0: Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm American on the inside.
1: A little bit, but that just means that you're you've got like heart disease or diabetes or something.
0: Mm, and and a kind of vague existential rage that I just need to take out on someone. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. an inarticulable
1: fury. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah, I, I, I love watching a, a sort of hysteria, and a, particularly a delusional hysteria, happen in real time.
0: Yeah, um, yeah my favorite response to the tweet was uh, someone who went, yeah, someone said, uh, I think I remember this too, but, uh, but the guy who originally posted the tweet says he made it up. Is this a strategy?
1: Oh, it's like a false flag. Like, wow, yeah, that's yeah. great.
0: Like, like I'm, I'm like kind of, I'm some kind of operative. I'm not sure who for, but I'm saying that it happened and then saying that it didn't happen, maybe to confuse people into thinking that it didn't happen.
1: Well, you work for the highest bidder, so that makes sense. You could, you could switch sides easily. I'm
0: a, I'm a kind of like a situationist propagandist, you know. I'm, I'm just trying mm-hmm. to, I, I guess I'm like a reverse situationist in that, uh, I'm not trying to get people to question anything, but just to believe a bunch of incredibly contradictory stuff.
1: Yeah. But um, Yeah. You're not really, uh, an artist so much as an asshole. <laughs> uh.
0: <laughs> um, I, I can, I consider it a kind of, uh, internet folk art. And well, I mean, I guess the question for you is, uh, was my fake Chelsea Clinton tweet art?
1: Um, okay, so I thought about this, and I think I've arrived at the conclusion that yes, it is art, specifically because you threw in the dog.
0: <laughs> Go on.
1: Without the dog, it would have just been um, sort of trolling about human life, which is, you know, which is whatever, you know, who cares? Uh, but you throw in the dog, and you have yourself suddenly a story. It's not just an event. It's two people walking their mm. dog in some pissant uh, Connecticut town, uh, and now their lives have ended. The entire the entirety of their family, you know, the little family unit is gone because of Chelsea Clinton. I think that detail is what makes it
0: art. Yeah, I, I always imagine them as being like elderly people, you know, who uh, they never had any children, but they love that dog.
1: Oh my God! And yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I I mean, uh like it's definitely literature. Uh everything I tweet is literature. Um, <laughs> little Homie I, gay I, ass I, is li- literature. You you turn it into an epic
1: um, poetry, it's little homeric gay ass.
0: <laughs> little homie gay ass is like the uh the mole flanzers of the twenty first century. <laughs> um, but uh yeah I I not to blow my own trumpet or anything, but I would say that the fact that people believed it meant that it was art. Um,
1: yeah. Well, yeah, and I'm, the fact that the fact of... that people adopted a, a collective delusion means that it's art. Mm. It means it means it worked. Well,
0: I mean, I'm I'm reminded of the uh, ancient Greek story of painters who uh, set up a challenge to see who who could uh, who, you know who was a, the greatest painter in 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 Greece. Um, one of them um, painted a bowl of fruit so deceptive that a uh, a bird flew in flew in through the window and tried to peck at it. Uh, and the other painter only that's not had... that
1: impressive. Birds are idiots.
0: No, uh, I w- I will not let that stand. Birds are incredibly smart, smarter than us, and you can tell <laughs> because uh, they're smart enough not to let us know. Um, mm, but right. the the other painter. Um, appeared to have uh his painting hidden behind a uh a very drab curtain and the uh the first painter was like oh you're so ashamed of your shitty painting that you won't even show it to us and try to open the curtain before finding out that the curtain itself was the painting um and i feel i i think that in a way that that's what i've done i've i've created a a deception so perfect that uh, it conceals the fact that there's nothing beyond. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All I'm saying is that I am by far the greatest painter in ancient Greece.
1: Yeah. No. Agreed. I th- I think you did a you did a service to mankind and you created something beautiful that will outlive you yourself.
0: Mm. Yeah. No. I I I expect uh, Chelsea Clinton killed two people and a dog to be in the history books, and I will gladly just accept a a place in the footnotes.
1: Mm-hmm. That's that's all any writer could ever ask for, I think. Uh, with that, we would like to thank you all for listening.
0: I'd like to congratulate you for listening. <laughs> well done.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, this has been good for you. You're welcome. <laughs> um, and I'm Amber Lee Frost. And we'll
0: see you next time on Wild On It. Yeah. Bye.